Hi everyone, and thanks for listening to Visibility, the monthly podcast produced by CID, the Council for Intellectual Disability. Here, we'll be telling our stories and exploring some of the issues that impact people with intellectual disability. To find out more about our work, visit www.cid.org.au. Now, settle in and enjoy. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Council for Intellectual Disability acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hi, I'm Erin, and you're listening to Visibility CID's podcast. Today, we're going to talk to Kane about adapting uh, to changes during COVID and new ways of working as a person with intellectual disability. So thanks for joining us, Kane. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to do this podcast for you. Yeah, I'm excited. I have heard and I've talked to you a little bit about all of the things you've done to to get through COVID. And I guess I just want to introduce you to people. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and your life and what you do? I'm Kane. I live in a great place, Ballina, in the Northern Rivers. And it's been really out of the ordinary with the stuff's been going on lately. And yeah, I've been keeping really let's say, really smooth and really positive to myself. I just take day by day. I go for walks, I swim, I meditate. I try and not get too involved with all the um, media stuff. I just leave that behind. I only check it about once a day and that's enough for me. I work at a herb nursery. It's a non-profit organisation where people with disabilities, yeah, all sorts of disabilities, we deliver plants to our local shops. And with this COVID side of things, some of us had to stay home. I was one of those people who had to, yeah, work from home, but I got to go to work and get herbs and plants and take them back home, put them up and as well jump on the computer and do some nursery work. Can you tell us what the nursery work was like before COVID hit? What what was your day like before we hit COVID? It was great. I enjoyed it. I love going to work. It's, it's really inspiring me. They're basically my friends there. It sounds awesome, but I, I've heard that, you know, it's changed a little bit since, since yeah. COVID hit. Yeah, it's changed. There are high needs, people who need more help than people who just, they have a disability, but they can um, help themselves out more. But the high needs have to stay home because, say, if they came to the nursery, it's more chance of them getting the virus. It sounds like you've, like you've done a really good job at adapting to the way the nursery's changed. Yeah, I, I've adapted really well. It's like I'm at work, but I'm at home. Like, you got to switch your brain. That's how I look at it as. Working on the computer is really different to working with your hands, isn't it, and getting to work yeah. with plants. But do you want to tell us a bit more about that brain switch and how that helps you to 
motivate to do that computer work? I had to trick my brain into like saying, oh, it won't be for ages, it won't be for long. And I said to myself, Kane, you can do this. I taught myself to do the old switch your brain off and switch your brain on. I found a special rock. I put the rock on the ground. Then I said, I can't really do this. I can't work at home. It's frustrating. Then I walked five times back and forward, not saying anything. Then I said a positive thing. I said, Kane, I can do this. It's not going to be for ages. Then I can get back to work. I said that five times and when I went back, picked a rock up and walked a couple of times and yeah, I didn't say I can't do this because I made my brain switch over. There's two things you're doing there. You're acknowledging the negative feelings or the negative thoughts that you can have and you're kind of putting it on the rock and acknowledging that 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 is how you feel. But then you're doing a process where you then can turn that negative thought into a positive thought. Yeah. And then you complete that cycle by picking the rock back up. Yeah. I I think that's amazing. Yeah. The negative is still going to be there, but the positive is it comes first. It just doesn't creep back up to you. It sounds like that's been a big thing that's helped you to adapt to COVID and to cope and to get through all the changes. COVID is just one of those things where it's just going to take time as it comes. Uh, That's how I look at it. I just went, all right, it's never going to go away quick. I'm just going to live day by day and just keep to myself and just be, um, yeah, positive. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you pay attention to and, and what you try not to pay attention to to help you keep that positivity? I try not pay attention to all the online social media and the government side of things because if you pay all your time and all your energy with all this COVID stuff and you listen to everything day by day and hour by hour, you're just going to get caught up into all the stuff and it's going to make you so, so negative and so... So frustrated and so um, annoyed. For me, I don't, I don't look at it. I like to go slow. I think that living slowly, I think that's really important. And I think protecting your energy and your, your mindset and your positivity is really important. So those are the things you're avoiding. What are the things you like to focus on? I'm focusing on being outside, going walking, swimming, even going to a waterfall and listening to the birds and if it's sunny, sitting on a rock and meditating for I don't know how long is you want to meditate, but I meditate for half an hour. Um, the next day I'll get up and go for a walk and go to the beach and go for a swim and go for a surf because the beach is one of the things I love and, and I think about the surf. I don't think about anything else. I think about catching a wave, seeing my friends, and, yeah, surfing. And, and when you're doing those things that you love, it's it's easier to not think about the things that are stressful. Yeah, because if you 
if you're thinking about something stressful, you're just going to end up slowly going to go downhill. You're going pretty much you're going to end up getting unwell and sick. That's how I see it. <laughs> I agree with you completely. <laughs> so this is really inspiring everything you're saying, Kate. Thank you so much for sharing. We're just going to take a short break and then we will be back to hear more insights. You're listening to Visibility, the podcast produced by the Council for Intellectual Disability. If you're enjoying this episode, you can support us by reviewing us through Apple, Podchaser or your favourite listening app. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to CID's podcast, Visibility. And today we're chatting to Kate, who is a positivity and resilience superstar. And he is sharing with us his experiences of adapting to life during COVID as a person with an intellectual disability. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. So we've talked a bit about the nursery, but I know that you are also a dancer and not just a a dancer, but you're a senior dancer at Strong Dance Company. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You can say that. So I'm with a, um, a company called Sprung, and one of the parts I'm in, it's called Senior Dance Program. It's with seven dancers and um, about five teachers. In the mornings, we do a bit of fitness work where we get the body moving correctly. We use our um, muscles to get stronger and working all the muscles properly so we don't cause injuries and we do like a little bit of ballet in the morning but in the afternoon it gets more into like dancing where we get into groups and we do performances to each other. Dance is such a physical thing and and you're dancing with people so obviously that's very different on Zoom. Do you want to tell us the the differences about? Yeah I can tell you about I can tell you about that. When we're on Zoom, we can watch each other's screen because you put it on gallery mode and then we can be in sync with with each other on Zoom. And when we're doing single dances, we go to split screen where it's only one person is showing the dance. So you can use technology in that way to, to focus on someone. Yeah, at first we're all a bit like not happy being on Zoom because we weren't used to it. It was our first time, but I got used to it because I've been on a computer for ages and I know what Zoom's like. But for the other guys, they were getting a bit a bit upset, a bit frustrated because they didn't know how to work it and they were getting a bit like lightheaded with their screen volume and, yeah. It's tricky. It's It's a hard thing to get used to. You have to, you know, do a little bit of brain switching yourself to to get motivated to do the Zoom classes because a computer just isn't as fun as being in person, is it? No. Being in a group, then going on computer, I said to myself, look, it's not going to be face-to-face, but I'm still going to be with the dance group, so I, yeah, handle it. Yeah, and that's that thing that you, you've acknowledged, like you – You acknowledge that it's not ideal and it's not what you want, but there's also positives to it. And you focus on the positives because you're such a positive guy and that helps you get through. I told the other guy, I said, look, it's not going to be forever. It's just going to be until 
um, COVID is all good, then soon it'll be fine back to where we can get back in the classroom. That's the lie I said to him. It you'll be fine. We're all in this as one big family. I think that's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. And does that help you to get through to to think about the fact that this is temporary and that we're all together and and we're going to get through it together? Yeah, yeah. It helps. It helps me big time. We all tell each other after the end of the Zoom meeting, we just say, that was great work today. Let's just do it next week. So resilient and positive because you've kind of gone back and forth with the dance, haven't you? Like you had regular dance pre-COVID times and then we locked down and then we got out and it was kind of normal for a bit again and now we've locked down again. What do you think the first in-person dance session is going to be like when you get back? For me, it's going to be just going to be normal as we got back together the first time. For the other guys, it's going to be wonderful. They're, they're going to they're gonna love it. We're all going to love it. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah. you can actually dance with a partner, not just by yourself. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah, yeah. What I wanted to, to touch on is that it sounds like the things that have got you through is kind of a combination of your personality, just being a really positive person, but then you've also got these great techniques that when you do have negative yeah. thoughts or feelings that come up, you've got all of these techniques to try and help you to navigate that. So I'm wondering with that, are there any tips that you would you would give to other people or advice to help them? The first thing I'll say is just live a positive life. We'll, we'll just get through it. Just listen to your friends and family and just keep living the way you want to live. And I just want to say good luck, enjoy yourself. And live your dream to the fullest. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Kane. I think that's a perfect note to end on. You're you're so welcome. No, you've shared you've said some amazing tips, you know, and your positivity has just shone through. And I'm I'm really excited that that people are gonna yeah, yeah hear this and, and, and benefit and try try some cane tips. Try and live like cane. I think we could all do that better. <laughs> To those that are listening, thank you so much as well. We're so glad to have you here. And um, we hope to see you next month as we move away from COVID and start our new series on arts and culture. You can support our podcast by leaving a review to Apple or your listening app of choice. Until next month.